welcome to the Grafted Family Podcast, where we, Tom and Dawn, have conversations around marriage, family, wholeness, and everything in between. Grab your cup of coffee and come and join us. Hello again, and uh, welcome to day 395 of lockdown. <laughs> it's great yes. to, to be here again. I hope you've got your, your coffee, um, and it's just really cool to be able to sit and have another conversation and mm. spend some time together and yes. so this week we are looking at connection again but connection during lockdown so it's not just about marriage it's not just about kids it's that and and more um, mm. during lockdown and how have we maintained connection how do we seek connection um, how perhaps has connection been lost during this time and we're going to chat about that now. So how are you doing tonight, Lou? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tired, oh, actually, yes. Um, Has it been a long day? It's been a long eight weeks. <laughs> no, no, 395 uh, days. Yes. I don't know about anyone else, but I think there's been a, it's been a definite progression in yeah. this lockdown. Like, we started off really... Feeling quite amped about it. We're feeling going quite into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Going, there was a bit of a bit of a chant happening. We got this, and we filled our cupboard. We did. And, uh, I oh. think I counted the pasta in the cupboard and <laughs> toilet rolls. Yes, and and all these ideas of what this was going to look like. Um, this amazing connection, family time that we were going to have. These lovely schedules that we drew up. Um, great ideas of things we were going to do with the kids and. Yeah. Um, and it was it was great, but I think you know, like anything, that was sort of you know moving into that honeymoon phase. It was yeah. that's exactly what it was like. We thought was, after four weeks we'd be we'd be out, Corona would be gone, and we would rise triumphant, yes. staring across the valley as the coronavirus sort of limped off into the darkness. <laughs> yes, I think that's it. I think we we all banked on about four weeks, and we were like, we can do this. It's going to be amazing. And and I think eight weeks in. It's it's getting tough now. Yeah. It's getting tough. Yeah, I think. And I think if it's tough for us, imagine how tough it is for people who just are not as privileged or yeah, exactly. don't have resources that allow yeah. them to fill their cupboards and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah I, I, just, I, don't, I can only imagine, but probably can't really imagine that well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so we, we spoke about this honeymoon period and going into it, but those, that, that period having some good plans, what, what were some of the things that, that you wanted to focus on during this time that you'd hoped we could focus on and hopefully we have focused on? Yeah, I think we have. I think we definitely had, um, we did a couple of great things together as a family. Um, I think what helped was, was Easter happened around that time, so we planned, a, we planned mm. some special things even though it was just us Planned some special meals, um, some special activities that we did with the kids. Yeah. Sock um, wars. Yeah, there was all. It was kind of there was also that excitement of Easter, which helped. We had yeah. Easter to look forward to. I don't know if anyone else felt that. Yeah, and we had holidays, school holidays to look forward to. Yes, I yeah, yeah. There was a. There was an end in sight. There was an end in sight. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I think since then there's been, you know, a laying down of things. Mm. Definitely. Um, what What do you think? That has looked like for you. Well, it's been an, it's been an interesting time for me because I've always thought that 
one of the things that really gets me going is, is being productive. And I suppose mm. I've been on a bit of a journey this year and realizing that it's not about being productive, it's about adding value. Mm. Yeah. And I think during these last two months, what has been useful for me is not having the opportunity really to be productive. Um, yeah. Like, like I suppose we've normally been productive. And it's, I suppose it's looked like waking up in the morning and going, I can't be productive like I used to look. What is that going to look like today? And if it couldn't look like what it usually looked like, being okay with that. Mm, and yeah. I suppose through that, finding out that it's not so much for me about being productive, but about adding value and mm. how I can still add value in a day, whether or not it looks productive mm. per se. Um, yeah. But I can add value here at home. I can add value in writing in you know to somebody else's day and that sort of thing. So I, I think for me, it's been useful in having to lay stuff down, just practically not yeah. being able to do that so that... Forced to lay stuff down. Yeah, forced yeah. to lay stuff down. You have to be productive, otherwise you've wasted the day. And now I kind of feel like as long as I wake up and during that day I've done stuff so that I can go to bed saying it mattered that I woke up this morning. Mm. Um, yeah. That, that, has, that has really helped. So I think that's been useful. Um, yeah. Mm. And you? Yeah, so I think I have for me have had to lay down definitely my my time my my time to myself mm -hmm. not that not that i got it much before but about <laughs> to say <laughs> I, when was that exactly? yeah we we do we do have a, a lovely schedule in our normal week where um on a friday i have I have no kids in my space so that's really my sanity mm. time is you know, the younger ones go to my mom, the girls go to my mom, the boys go to school, and that's just my day. Yeah. And it really helps me, it helps me function. It actually does, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's yeah, it's my reboot. one time, it is my reboot of the week, yeah. and giving that up has been rough. And yeah. so I can't say that, I'm not sure I'm learning much through this laying down of my me time, <laughs> because I do feel like I'm, my thoughts and my heart are frazzled quite a lot of, yeah. of the time lately, especially in the last few weeks, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so it's been, yeah, that's been really tough. That's been tough to lay down. I think that's one of the, the, the hardest things about this time and also when looking at connection during lockdown and connecting with your kids and connecting with your spouse is this has just been all in. Mm. There's no respite. There's no reprieve. Yeah. Um, they, you're around them, they're around you, you annoy them, they can annoy you, and you just, you're there. You don't have the opportunities or, I suppose, maybe the, the support to just sort of, I'm going to take this little bit of time just to recharge. Yeah. And um, again, it just makes me think of, you know, those, those families who have got living in very small quarters. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and how do they, and, and we, we, we sit there, Frustrated or frazzled by the end of the day, but there's still a little bit of space. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard one, and I think people are frazzled, and I think it's a great opportunity maybe for people to give themselves grace. Yeah, yeah. And to, you know, I think pets, there's probably a lot of parents going, I'm failing, I'm missing the mark, I dropped the ball again today, and again yesterday, and tomorrow. And I think the reality is parenting 
and connecting during a time like this is difficult and it is not hard. to not to beat yourself up too much and when a day doesn't go well it's to go to bed and say I'll try again tomorrow yeah and tomorrow doesn't go well the next day and and I think that's I think it's the mindset I think that's I don't think connection is a is a is a place where you arrive at. I think it's a mindset that you continuously yeah. pursue it. So on the days where you don't achieve it, you still have it there so that yeah. hey tomorrow I'm I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and achieve it again. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think we've done we've gone to bed many, many a times, I think, in the last few weeks, even saying that to our kids, like, guys, sure this was this was a rough day. Try again you tomorrow. Know, we're gonna tr- we're gonna all try again tomorrow yeah. and and that's okay. That's yeah. um I think that's it's family. family. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's family. You know, and we're in it together. And I think also just with the homeschooling, I think that's one of the great learning opportunities with the kids at the moment is to say, hey, we're doing this together. I'm not going to do the work for you, but we're partnering. Yeah. And I think that's a great life skill for them to learn that they're not alone. Mm, absolutely. They are in it with people and we can leverage off each other and we can encourage each other and we can... One day I'm a bit stronger than you. I'll be stronger that day. And the next yeah. day, who did, um, was it? Renee what, Brown. What did she term it? The family gap plan. Family gap the plan. The family gap plan. So one day when, when you are feeling strong and your other spouse or your spouse isn't, isn't feeling strong, you can, you can carry that little bit extra that day. And maybe tomorrow it'll be the other way around. Yeah. But knowing where you are on any given day so that... And being, and I think she was also saying, being very aware of those times when you're both low. Yeah. When I've only got 30% to give and you've only got 50% to give and suddenly we've got this gap of 20%. Yeah. And, and what plan do we have to put in place to cover that? I love it. Um, yeah. So we had this we had this plan to talk about that, but I don't think we ever came up with that plan, did we? We haven't done that yet, but no. we do love Renee. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll do Tomorrow that. Tomorrow we're going to do that. <laughs> So as a practical, wake up one morning and it's a difficult morning. And like you, every morning. <laughs> and you, you, can, you can see where this is going. And I'm sure other parents know that and they wake up and they hear the birds chirping and they think this is going to be a good day. And then all of a sudden, within five minutes, something happens, some noise, some fight, mm. something, something happens and you sit there going, no, no, not again. Um... On those days, what are some of the things that you would suggest people do to, to help them through the day to maintain connection, especially considering we're in close spaces. We can't go off. We mm. can't, can't debrief. You can't send them off to friends for a day or, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think now is the time to try. I mean, I don't think that we get this right all the time and probably not even most of the time, but... Not match emotion with emotion. Mm. I think now's the time to really intentionally try to take deep breaths for ourselves. Yeah. So that we're not constantly getting in a battle of wills. So I don't know about everyone else around here, but I'm finding emotions in this house are high at the moment. Which house? Our house. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> high. And I think now particularly is a time for us parents to just lavish connection on our kids, to lavish grace on them, to love extravagantly when we can. Mm. 
because it's it's not an easy time and it, we're having trouble um, with our own emotions and we're the adults here. Yeah. We're having trouble with the boredom and the lack of movement and all of these things and we're the adults. So it's natural, I suppose, that their emotions are going to be more heightened than ours. It's going to be yeah. harder for them because yeah. they can't manage the same way we manage. And and so it's just making these conscious choices not to engage in those battles and to to step in and connect when when what you really want to do is explode. Yeah. It's to take a deep breath just before that explosion happens. Yeah. And try, try, try. I am preaching to myself here because Tom has been amazing at this. <laughs> he has been the patient parent <laughs> during time. this time. <laughs> he has. Because he's used to not having his me time, not having his Friday, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But I think that is that is so important because we we know it's difficult, we know it's tough, we know we've got financial challenges, but potentially some people have health challenges, and you've got all sorts of practical logistical stuff as an adult that you're thinking about, and that's all bouncing around your head, and now mm. you've got your kids there, and, and they're struggling, and, and I think often as parents, we forget that, yes, we've got our pressures, but that our kids feel our pressures too. Yeah. So we set yeah. the atmosphere. So yes. so if things are murky, they're living in that murkiness. So they're feeling that pressure. But at the same time, they've got their own stuff. Yeah. They're also missing their own friends. And and it's not a matter of, well, you know, let's compare things. I'm an adult, so you know, mine are much worse than yours. It's not about that. It's, it's yeah. their kids and their capacity to cope with, with stresses and, and things that come on a daily basis is, is less than ours. And they're potentially a lot more sensitive and, and less resilient, hopefully, than the adults in their space. And and I think op- often as adults we forget that they are people too and they have bad days. Yeah. And we, we sit there going, well, I'm having this difficult time and you're the kid and it's not so hard for you, so you shouldn't. But they are feeding off of our atmosphere, what we are providing in our homes, mm-hmm. and they've still got their own stuff. So I, I so agree with it. Just taking a moment, taking a breath, and as an adult – managing your stuff yeah i think that is so huge and that's hard because i think half the time when we as parents bomb i know myself when when i'm bombing down or i'm getting really irate about something it's got it's got less to do with what's just happened with this child and more to do with what's happening inside and i'm just taking that opportunity to just sort of let it flow out you know and and i think as as adults we, we need to be able to say okay am i dealing with this situation or am I allowing a whole bunch of other stuff an opportunity to sort of congregate at this mm. at this issue like this yeah you know come to the party you know yes. all my other stuff and and I think all the issues are coming yeah, to the party I think we we need to and I know it's hard and and I know we have have things going on there but I think in these moments we really need to say okay we're the adults here and our stuff is real and it's hard mm. but we need to own our stuff and say, when I'm managing this situation, this child, this need for connection, this outburst, it's firstly to say, right, am I managing this for what it is or am I bringing all of my stuff and adding it to the pile? And secondly, understanding the need. What is actually going on here? What is the need? And actually seeing the behavior for what it is, an unmet need, not yeah. just poor behavior, um, 
whatever's whatever mess has been made, but but looking for the need. And I think often if we we look for the need behind the behaviour, it'll almost put a bit of a handbrake on ourselves to not just see what has happened, but go beyond it. And and I think that yeah. also, I think well I think that's been helping me is not just seeing the behaviour, but seeing that there's a need or something, an emotion, uh, a difficulty. So it's not just um, a willful, intentional thing that's happened from this child. It's other stuff that's going on. And that's when you take away the intent and see it as perhaps an automatic behavior because of the circumstances, it's a lot easier to deal with because you know, nobody's trying to be mean or unkind yeah. or you yeah. know, it's not directed at you. It's just it happened because something's happening in their body, something's happening in their brain, the environment, stresses and all the rest of it. And I think that's hard that's particularly yeah. hard because honestly sometimes it does look like it's aimed at you yes yeah um and it is it is hard it is hard to step back and say this is not about me yeah. um no, when quite clearly the anger is what's well, directed, directed at you, at yeah, you. Exactly. So. um yeah but again it does it definitely helps to see it from that perspective yeah, yeah. but that's why i think the picking of the battles is so important, and I mean another one of those those uh, Dan Siegel tools is uh, practicing out of the moment. Yeah. You know, in that moment of heightened emotions and a stressful situation, don't try and bring a whole bunch of logic and wonderful speeches and monologues. That's not the time. Yeah. You know, obviously there needs to be um, talking through certain things, but and in that moment connection is needed and practice out of the moment later and that's why I think picking battles is, is so, so mm. key and I think what you're saying even in this time to be able to do those things self-care is so important yeah. so, so what is self-care? self-care, yes self-care is basically doing what the air hostess tells you to do <laughs> it's putting, putting on your oxygen mask yeah. before you decide to help anyone else yeah so all of this is very good and well, and it's it's very great to say... Um, Look after yourself first. Yeah, no, it's also great to say don't match your child's emotion and take a deep breath, And but all of that is very difficult if you have not been taking care of yourself. Yeah, it is true. very difficult to try and regulate a dysregulated child if you are not in a regulated space, if yeah. you are not calm and feeling capable of managing that in the moment yeah so what does self-care look like to you it looks like me having a friday to myself okay well, at the moment <laughs> you don't have that so what does it look like to you <laughs> uh, so during lockdown my my goal for self-care the goal that i have which doesn't always happen because schedules especially now with school um are all over the place but what i was trying to do was when when the baby naps, which is at 12, I generally try to schedule in the kid's screen time at the same time. So she naps for an hour, an hour and a half. They have their screen time for an hour, an hour and a half. And that is my sanity time. Sounds like a perfect plan. And it happens that way every day. Every day. day. Every day. She just... <laughs> do you, our kids no, um, just do exactly what we plan. It's know, amazing. They're incredible. I'll, I know. I'll be honest. On the days when the baby doesn't sleep, I cry. I go into the bathroom and I cry. I do. I, I, I come out because she's refusing to go to sleep. I put her on Tom's lap and I walk away and I cry. That's how, that is how I deal when I don't get self-care. 
shame. Yes, it's true. It's a true story. It's real. It's real. How about you, love? Self-care. How does that work? So self-care for me was a nice cycle. And then we couldn't. And so I think I'm bad at self-care. You are. I'm bad with self-care because, I don't know, I don't know if I've got a good reason, I just, I'm, I'm bad at it. Because um, you feel guilty, that's that's a good reason. Yeah, I suppose I feel like I should be doing something else other than that. Should be being productive. Productive, which I've done away <laughs> with, now I'm adding value. Um, <laughs> and self-care is still not adding value, is it? No, I suppose for, for me, it's, it's challenging because time, I need to be in a, in a mindset to, to do the stuff that's important for me, and when you've got every... 10, 20 minutes, somebody coming and asking for something, it kind of sort of jerks you out of your moment. Um, as, as silly as it sounds, and, and something I was never growing up, is picking up the iPad and, and playing 10 minutes of Fortnite. Mindless, silly, nonsensical gaming. And um, every now and then got some friends and we might play for half an hour, and I'm not a gamer. Um, I was one of those kids growing up that would find the cheat codes because I got bored in 10 minutes. But, but at the moment, that, that helps. Um, yeah, and I think that's great. I think especially in this time, it's, it's finding those things, even if it's 10 minutes. Because yeah. I know that there are people who are working. And so when your baby naps, you're thinking, well, I have to work now. I don't get to go and have time to myself yeah. because the baby's sleeping. Or, and I've got a boss who's... Needing something. Exactly. Yeah. And if it's 10 minutes, if it's 10 minutes to walk outside and take deep breaths, um, you know, however that looks, whatever mm. it is, you know, for Tom, 10 minutes is great. It's, it's enough. Yeah. Um, and I think, but I just think it's, it's vital that we find that time. We find those moments, whatever it is, we put aside the excuses, whatever those are, because there are many at the moment, especially when we're juggling schooling kids, work you know, raising kids, all of this stuff, yeah. um, and it's all in our house, it's hectic. But if we can find just 10 minutes to put on that ox oxygen mask, yeah. it would make it will make the world of difference. Yeah, and I think we do. We underestimate that the moment, taking yeah. that moment. It's, it's, it doesn't have to be a day or an afternoon. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm loving putting on music, uh, yeah. Yeah. having the kids sing songs and putting on worship music in the morning, setting the atmosphere, having the this, having little ones stick their hands up and oh, it's just so cool cute. to watch. But just little things like that, it just it lightens stuff. And yeah. you'll have the other stuff in the day that's difficult perhaps and hard and a bit heavy. But if you intersperse the the challenges with lighter moments mm. and more intentional lighter moments, fun stuff that doesn't have to be lavish or big, it's just just breaks the day up. I think it sort of gives you that little bit of a burst yeah. to keep to keep pushing through. But to be mindful that you actually have to create those moments because it's, now it's in your space. You mm. actually have to be quite intentional about Absolutely, creating those moments. Absolutely, yeah. We have to be intentional about it. Yeah. So it's just for the coming week, maybe some things to keep in mind is try try if you can get in some of that self care yeah. and. Where you can as well, pick your battles with pick your kids. Your pick your battles and just have a lavish amount of grace for them yeah. in this moment and have an immense amount of grace for yourself as well. I think that's so important. This is not easy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks, love. So next week, 
we are going to to be chatting a little bit around school in lockdown. School in and lockdown. And perhaps some of the things that have worked, some of the things that we found haven't worked. Our kids go to school, but we've spent a number of years homeschooling as well. Dawn is a teacher. I've been involved with school and counseling for the last 10, 12 years. So it's interesting now trying to maintain education in our house, um, maintain or keep our kids interested in learning. Mm. And and it's been it's been interesting, it's been difficult, and there's just been so many amazing teachers that have just been going above and beyond. And at the same time there's been parents who are just trying their best in a in a very unique and challenging time. So school and lockdown next week. It's gonna be fun. Mm, it is. Cool. So until next week, have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. See you then.